The Michael K Show. Yeah, something wrong with you, and there's something wrong with the Knicks fan base. Thank you. And there's something wrong with the organization. <laughs> Here's the problem. I voted for Tyrese Halliburton as, as one of my guards. Same. I also voted for Jalen Bronson. Same. You know what the problem is? Is that you are a prime example, along with the organization, of not promoting this man of what he is. When you talk about putting up the numbers with the best of them, when you talk about his production, I should go to New York and land and walk through LaGuardia or whatever airport and see you posters. You can't handle it. And, and you see, can't handle see it. Posters you can't take the weather. The Michael K Show on 98.7 ESPN. So a spirited discussion between our good buddy Kendrick Perkins and, and Stephen A. Smith. Um, the Knicks with a big win last night. Jalen Brunson did not get a starting nod in the All-Star game. And he got the writer's vote, the same as Dame Lillard. And he got the player's vote, same as Dame Lillard. And the tiebreaker with Dame Lillard getting the start was he had much more of the fans' vote. And Jalen Brunson didn't. So let's bring in Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick, it's Michael, Don, and Peter. How you doing? What's going on, fellas? Happy New Year. Same to you. I'll tell you why. You, you hit something on the nose, and we talked about this yesterday. The Nick organization does not have their GM talk. It's impossible to get players on the air. It's impossible to get a coach on the air. They just want everything on the court to speak for themselves. But we brought this up yesterday, Kendrick. The New York Yankees put Garrett Cole on the air. If you ask for any of their players, they'll try to make it happen. The Knicks just don't make it happen. Part of it's their fault for not advertising their players. Absolutely. And it's right there in front of you, right? Like, and I take it like a, I take it like as if someone is, you know, searching, you know, ready for their dream home. Okay, right? Would you rather go buy, it, you know, and get into the home and, and and figure out that you don't like certain things about it, or would you rather go build your home? That way, you know, the baseboards is right, the ceilings are the right height. And when I think about the New York Knicks, they they keep they keep like. The narrative out there is that they're on. They're going to be on a buyer's market in 2029 for Giannis or a superstar, whatever the case may be. When the fact of the matter is, they have a, a young a superstar that's being built right now in front of their eyes. That's in their organization in Jalen Bronson, and I get it. Right, like his game may not be full of highlights and electrified dunks and breaking ankles and, and things to that nature. But Jalen Brunson, when he compares and he go against the best of the best, his number stacks up with the best of them. And the season that he is having right now, now listen, I respect Damian Lillard, but he's not having a better season than Jalen Brunson. And the Knicks, the organization, did a poor job of promoting and, and, and valuing Jalen Brunson so that he could make sure that he was get what he deserved, and that's an all-star starter. And the other thing too, he's so workmanlike. He's like perfect for New York. I know New York always comes across as a cosmopolitan town, but the fans always love the lunch pail guys, and that's exactly who he is. Absolutely, blue collar, roll his sleeves up, and go get it in the trenches. Right, big body person, not afraid of contact, not afraid to. Get a, a busted lip, a bloody nose, and go, and he's gonna get the job done. No matter how it looks, it gets done. Now you were on with us, I believe it was last week, and and you said you could see the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Finals. 
Well, in January, uh, Kendrick, they beat the Timberwolves. They embarrassed the Sixers. That was in Philly. And they embarrassed the defending champion Nuggets. And, you know, I said at the beginning of the show, I wonder if you agree with me, tell me a team that they can't beat. I mean, over seven-game set, maybe that's a different story. But in any given day, I think this Nick team could beat anybody. But, uh, you know what? And I'm right there with you. I give, I still give the slight edge to the Boston Celtics just by a tad. It's not far. But when it comes down to Philly and the Bucks, I feel like it's night and day when you talk about what happened since January 1st when they traded and got OG and Obi, right? Think about this for a second. The most important position in the game today is the wing position. And guess what? When the Knicks traded for OG, they filled that void. It's a reason why teams were willing to give up entire packages to get him. It's a reason why he was one of the most attractive, you know, talked about people in Toronto for his team getting because they know, like, he is the missing piece of what he provides for a wing. Like, you're talking about a guy who truly could guard a one through five. You're talking about a guy that consistently could space the floor and knock down threes. You're talking about a player that slashes and cuts and gets to the basket like no other. He's strong as hell. He has, He's athletic. That's all the Knicks were missing. And so when I think about where they at right now, do you realize this? Since January 1st, they have held, every, since they acquired OG, this team has held every single team under 100 points. How crazy is that in the month of January? Under 100 points in today's game. In today's game, like, I'm seeing it all over again. And that, you see the smile on Tom Thibodeau's face because he knows. He hasn't seen a defense like that since he coached me in Boston. Would you ride with this team or would you still like to make a deal? I'll leave, I'll leave it as put. You know why? Because I feel like, <clears throat> I feel like this. The kid McBride, I feel like – People go know his name in the postseason, right? When he when he come in off the bench, I feel like Josh Hart is going to elevate his game enough. And I feel like the Knicks have enough. I would not go out there and do anything. Like, it's not broken. Why fix it? And when you look across the league, like, you, like we said, right now this team could compete for, with anybody. And don't come give me this nonsense. Like my brother Stephen A. did today. Oh, Tom Thibodeau's going to run him in the ground. No. Tom Thibodeau got that name because he was practicing too much. Not because of the minutes being played, but because he was practicing plus the minutes. He's cut back on this. Tom Thibodeau has changed. And so when I look at the Knicks, I'm like, the one thing I can say about this team that I give them the edge over Philly and Giannis in the Bucks is that this team has an identity already, and guess what? It's going to continue to get better. How, um, how about getting uh, – I'm sorry, Peter, you go. Okay, real quick, you, you mentioned Tibbs, and, and obviously all due respect to Stephen A., you would certainly know more about the way Tibbs does things. In your experience with him in Boston, uh, what was he like in terms of the way he pushed players, and, and, and how did you react to it as a player? Well, let me tell you something. When it comes to a defensive-minded coach, it's, not, it's like a guy that knows his stuff from start to finish defensively, who knows personnel, 
who know who knows how to guard it is no one in the league like Tom Thibodeau. And and I say that seriously. Tom Thibodeau, the hours that he puts in behind the scenes is crazy. I'm talking about five in the morning to nine at night to the point we used to tease him and say, I mean, man, Tibbs, leave the office, man, go on the date or something, man. Go have a life. We had to tell him, go have a life. Like, me and Tibbs asked look, if y'all ever get a chance to speak to Tibbs, Tibbs used to, Tibbs and I used to watch <laughs> my defensive clips one-on-one in his office on the VCR. <laughs> I didn't even know those things still existed back in 2009. <laughs> so you liked him as a coach? I, I, I do because he's not going to fake it. It, it. He is who he is, right? He he is what New York embraced, a hard worker, blue collar. Let's get it, the, those shortcuts. Let's go earn everything we do. We're going to punch in the clock daily, and that's who he is. It's no fakeness about him. And I, and I believe when we saw those instances, right, were back, you know, last year of life, where it seemed like Julius Randle and Tom Thibodeau, you know, wasn't on the same page when, when Tibbs were this Julius in the fourth. You ever see Julius always responded back? You know why? Because the level of respect that he had for Tibbs. Now, uh, KP, you also obviously had a lot of experience with Doc Rivers, who's in the news this week, and we'll, we'll find out if and when he becomes the head coach in Milwaukee. Do you think that was a good choice? Is is Doc Rivers a difference maker that can take Milwaukee to a championship level that they weren't at with Griffin? I, I think it was a perfect marriage, and I think shout out to shout out to the front office of the Milwaukee Bucks because. They did something that a lot of organizations are scared to do. At the time they fired Adrian Griffin, they were 30 and 13, right? And they knew that they were trending still in the wrong direction of what their goal is, and they stopped the bleeding. No matter what nobody else said, they stopped the bleeding. I strongly believe it's a perfect marriage, right, with Doc in this in this team in the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, them hiring Doc Rivers, is that going to change and take them over the top to where they need to go? Absolutely not, because the next step is that they have to have a personnel change. They're too slow at the wing position. They're too slow at the wing position. And if they don't get stronger in that area, meaning get somebody that's going to be an OG, um, and you're not going to find him because he's off the market, but you got to find someone close to it that's going to bring that defensive tenacity, the activity, the athleticism. Then, I mean, you know, the Milwaukee Bucks could get sent home early. Kendrick Perkins is our guest. Before we let you go, would you be on board with the Knicks making a smaller deal like getting a Bruce Brown, getting a Kyle Lowry just to, you know, build up the, the bench and with Bruce Brown even making the defense better? Bruce Brown, yes. Bruce Brown, yes, depending on who they have to give up. Right. Right. If you gotta if you gotta throw in a Josh Hart, uh, I'm not really rolling with that. But if you gotta maybe throw in a Quentin Grimes and something else that's like not you know what I'm saying, like mm-hmm. 
not going to be too much, okay, I could deal with that. But if you got to let go of Josh Hart, no, I'm not feeling that. Because just think, Josh Hart, Josh Hart, Bruce Brown, and OG on the same team, can you imagine? That's <laughs> shut down. The, the perimeter. Oh, God. It will be – now, now you get a Bruce Brown. Now we, uh, we, we, we revisit this interview after that. And ask me my opinion about the Knicks versus the Celtics there. Good stuff, Kendrick. Have a great weekend. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Thanks, man. You too. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Appreciate it. All right, this is Kendrick Perkins. So he is uh, he is certainly bullish on the Knicks, and he was last week too. And what a run it's been for the Knicks. I mean, they embarrassed the champions yesterday. They're eleven and two since getting OG Ananobi. They're they're a special team right now. They're a special team and. I mean, I don't think that if you look at it, Peter and Don and all of our listeners, I don't look at this 13 game stretch where they're playing out of their mind. That's what gives me good feelings about them. They're not going, they're not out of control. They're not playing so much different than the back of their card. They are just playing together. Yep. They, they, have, they have an idea. They have a chemistry. They, 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 they run an offense. They play better defense than most NBA teams. This is who they are. It's not like they're playing out of their mind. It's still important to try to get that four seed, which I think they definitely can do, and, and keep it going and try to stay healthy. And it's not like they haven't faced adversity. They have. They've been, they, they're they doing everything. They're checking every box off you can ask for. They really have. Now, they can't answer the true questions until you get to the postseason. But right now, you got to just love what you see. Let's go all the way to India. How about that, Peter? India. Haas in I love India. It. What's up, Haas? Hey, what's going on, guys? Oh, yeah, yeah, I have jet lag, and I just woke up and put on the app, and I thought I'd call my favorite show. Nice. Awesome. What are you doing in India? Uh, I'm here for work. Wow. So, That's some um, trip. Yeah, so today we're at a little villa. Uh, they told me to watch out for leopards, so I'm staying inside. <laughs> Good move. Smart play. No, I wouldn't mess. <laughs> yeah. That's it. But, yeah, I love what you guys were saying about the Knicks. I really think this team's special just because I think chemistry is underrated a lot in basketball. We got all these, you know, three superstar teams, and, you know, we forgot that it's still a team sport, and sometimes team sports need teamwork. And you know what? They have that, and they see, and we thank you for the phone call. Stay safe. But um, they all like each other. They, like Brunson dunked the ball yesterday, and they made fun of him. I mean, this is the star of the team, and they made fun of him, and they make fun of Hart, and they make fun of DiVincenzo. Maybe it's a Villanova thing, but they've got they've got a pretty good vibe going. Carl and Queens. Carl. Hey, guys. I'm on. Great. Can I join, please? Oh, please. yes, you may. Yeah, let's go. Um, good afternoon. Good evening. Um, I just wanted to talk about our, my, Knicks. Peter, you could join, too. Please jump on the bandwagon. Um I'm so here for this, guys. I've been watching this team for 25 years of my life. I'm a young man. Please, you could remind me. But um, I I think that people need to be reminded. I hope a message was sent to the league that if you come to the Garden and you are not ready to play, we will own you and we will annihilate you. Warm up the jet at halftime because you will be ready to go home. And um, you can cut me off, Mike, if you want after this. I have so many more points. I'm ready. But I just want to um, compliment Sims because he played a man's game against Jokic. And I seriously think he deserves, deserves so much credit for how much work he put in last night against that. The MVP of the league, defending champ, by the way. 
And you also have to give, you know, I agree with you, Carl, but you also have to give some credit to Precious Achua, who also played very, very well. Yes. Listen, they're, they're missing their two top centers. And they went up against right. uh, Jokic, the uh, you know two-time MVP and a, and a world champion. Right. And uh, it's not like they shut him down. He had 31 points, but he didn't change the game for Denver, and that was important. I think Sims might be uh, – Peter's going to jump me. He might be the best-looking Nick. Hmm. Never Very thought about well, it. I'm not here to jump you for it. I'd have to analyze. I haven't really thought about it. Because we don't think about it. I mean, I, it's not something that Peter no, and I handsome, analyze. He's a handsome young man. He really is. You know, I got I to gotta think. I mean, there's not a standout looker on the Knicks to me. I mean, again, well, Don, Josh Hart's point, handsome. Josh Hart? Josh Hart's very handsome. Yeah, let me check out Josh Hart. <laughs> Again, Don, it's hard for me because it's not the first thing I think well, about when I'm watching the Well, you the think game. it's the first thing I think of? I yes. take everything in, Peter. I take everything in. <laughs> it's, you're such a pro. Yeah. I really am. Let's go to Sean in California. Sean. Sean. Gentlemen, it's uh, an honor and a privilege uh, for you to take my call. I, it's I all really ours. appreciate it. I just wanted to put out, I've been listening, and I noticed that lately uh, they've been including the, the live reads on the podcast. And, Mike, I just wanted to, to point out, you, you say in one of the commercials that you refuse to settle and neither should you. Right. And I, it just doesn't make any sense to me because you're saying that it's not the settling that they should uh, agree with. It's the refusing. So it should be refusing to settle and so should you. Ah. Oh, you know what? You you might I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to our friends at Bigelow and see if that that exactly makes it. But I think everybody knows what I'm saying. I refuse to settle, and neither should you refuse to settle. I wouldn't know. Don't ask me. No, that's why I didn't. Right. Uh, have you taken a, a Jericho Sims look, Peter? No. I have not looked at Jericho Sims yet. Just as I tried to look up the handsomeness of these men, my hotel internet conked, so I got to grab it again. Did you at least um, enjoy the picture that I sent you earlier? I thought that would make your day. Uh, uh, sure. I, I can't go as far as saying it made my day. I generally know now right. when I receive a text from you, there's a 90% <laughs> chance it's going to be similar to the content you sent earlier. Right. And it's, nothing, yeah, it's nothing profane. No, Josh Hart's a pretty good-looking kid. Very. Sure. Very. Now, now take a gander at Jericho Sims. We'll get back to you. Um, <laughs> okay. Football, big football Friday. So definitely want to uh, deal with that. And uh, we'll make our picks in the uh, 545 slot. But first, I want to tell you, business leaders, let's talk dry ice, shall we? Dry ice emergencies in particular. Ever had your approved vendor drop the ball when you needed dry ice the most? Enter Chili Willy and Cool Carl's Ice, your dependable solution when the heat is on. Over 46 years of rescuing companies from ice nightmares, scheduled maintenance, power shutdowns, or unexpected emergency, they've got you covered. Because when you need dry ice, you need it now. Not whenever. ChiliWillyCoolCarl.com. Chili Willy and Cool Carl's Ice. Because your emergency shouldn't be an emergency. Hey, drive into the new year with a new ride from Bay Ridge Mazda. That's right. They have over 250 new vehicles marked to move. With 0% financing on select new models and prices below MSRP across their entire selection. 
Plus, every new Mazda comes with one year of free oil changes and a free tire rotation. Visit them today at 9000 4th Avenue in Brooklyn or online at BayRidgeMazda.com. Available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. Must take same-day delivery. MSRP discounts not available on future or pre-sold inventory. See dealer for details. Ends 131-2024. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. It's a football Friday with the Michael K. Show. Presented by Nissan and Bet365. It's Bet365 announcer, man. Not 365. It's Bet365. There are hyphens between every number. Wow. Um, are you serious? Yeah. It's game time. Brought to you by Telemar Do Iris Whiskey. The Rangers host Vegas tonight. Vegas, baby. With coverage immediately following us right here on 98.7. Don's going to be at the Garden. Go up and say hello. He might buy you something. Ray Row. That's game. game time. Brought to you by Telemar Do Irish Whiskey because when it's game time, it's Tully yeah. time. Telemar Do, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cash matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Telemar Do or try the brand new Telemar Do Honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying yeah. Telemar Do responsibly. It's also on ESPN tonight. Look at that. Look at that. Da, 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 so Kenny's da, da, da. off. That's, oh, Kenny's doing the radio, right? That's right. Um, Sam's off. Although he's got to come to the garden because we're all going to Ottawa after the game. Big party. Uh, hey now, uh, we we mentioned this earlier. Uh, awful announcing is on it. Somebody at Awful Announcing listening to the show mm-hmm. six minutes ago, they tweeted this out. Kendrick Perkins just wished the Michael K Show a happy New Year on January twenty sixth. I was a little alarmed by that. Yeah, but well, and by the way, wasn't his last visit with us post New Year's? Yeah, yeah, it was last week. So, yeah. so it's a it's our second Happy New Year. He he violated the New Year's code. But I, can I tell you something? I think all three of us can agree. Uh, Perk, he might have to be a regular. He, he gets better and better with every yeah, call. Yeah, but you know, he is an ESPN guy. Yeah, you don't want to show. Oh, it, no. Yeah, we're, so we're shill. shilling, you're saying. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to show. Even though 
he's not only been dead on on the Knicks and very high on the Knicks, in spite of the fact that he's not you know affiliated with the Knicks in any way, he's very interested in this team, and the fact that he has direct experience with both Thibodeau and Doc Rivers, so he's a perfect guest for this week. No. You still think it's Schilling? Schilling. It's Kurt. It is. Oh, it's Kurt. Let's go to Anthony in Hawthorne. What's up, go. Anthony? Hey, guys. Good afternoon. Same to you. Um, I just wanted to make a point real quick. <clears throat> My wife surprised me with tickets last week for the Ravens-Texans game, and then she got tickets uh, for Sunday as well. But I just wanted to make a point that – What a great wife. Yeah, very nice wife. I know, right? I, I was like – I was did forward, well. But... So I've been to a lot of games there. I've never been to a playoff game there. It's definitely one of those stadiums that are – kind of underrated as far as how loud it gets i think i don't think it gets enough recognition for that as uh, I, far I as like right. seattle I've been. You're, you're right so the texans had i think it was five pre-snap penalties um and i think this week i mean this game coming up it's going to be even louder there and i don't think i've heard too many people or analysts talking about that and I think that's something that definitely needs to be taken into consideration when people pick this game. Well, I know Patrick yeah. Mahomes is, you know, he just played in Buffalo. It gets pretty loud there, too. But I don't know. I think this is kind of like a different uh, different atmosphere. Uh, I don't know. You know, Anthony, you had me, but you, you kind of, like, made my point. It, 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 even if it's extraordinarily loud, it's not. It's, it can't be much louder than what they had to deal with in Buffalo, including, you know, frigid temperatures. It's not going to be cold in, in Baltimore, so... I don't know if that's going to be a factor. No, it is definitely an underrated home field advantage. I, I never was there for a playoff game. I, I did a Jet-Raven game during the season there. Um, it is it is a great atmosphere, but you won in Buffalo. So it's. I don't think it, it's an advantage, but it can't be any more of an advantage than the Bills had. I have parked in the parking lot to do uh, you know, Yankee-Oreo games across the parking lot, but I've never been well, in that stadium. Oh, I, I went to, I've been to one Ravines game in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And it, it's an electric place. I, right. I give credit where credit is due. My memory, we went there. It was our hundredth game. This is how weird the station is, but I, I give him credit. It was it was Greg and I's one hundredth game, and I said we should do it live for the one hundredth game, and they agreed. So we drove down to Baltimore, listening to Johnny Cash, and uh, we parked in a lot. There was a fair distance from the stadium. I don't know if this has ever happened to you. You, you don't know the lay of the land. So the entrance to where we had to go for press was maybe like 500 feet to the right. Right. But we guessed wrong, went left, and ended up walking around the entire stadium. I thought I was going to lose. Joy. And I I had the Comrex to carry and everything. I thought we were going to lose Greg that day. Both both because of of the physical exertion of having to walk around basically the entire city of Baltimore and then his anger at the situation. Frank in Staten Island. Frankie. Hi, uh, good afternoon, gents. I listen to you every day, and I've not called you until now. And I just wanted to touch on a point that you guys have not heard or uh, have brought up. With gambling, the legalized gambling, you know what the real travesty is? What's that? Is that young kids that are growing up with their phones in their hands, like you guys spoke about the other day, mm-hmm. nonstop, right? What's happening is with the live gambling, these kids are in their phones nonstop. So as opposed to like I gambled when I was younger and you know how I gambled? 
I went and talked with a local bookie and bet with the bookie from six to eight at night. It was over. Right. Then I went with my family, my kids, and so forth. So I see that as a big problem. <laughs> I have kids of age, and this is what I see going on. Yeah, but you know what? I, I I don't know how you guys feel about it. I feel like it was a problem with the phone way before legalized gambling. I, I saw something on social media. Maybe people, uh, Peter saw it. There was a concert. I don't know who it was in concert. And everyone, everyone in the crowd had their phone up, like videotaping the... the, the well, I the, don't think he's talking about the, the dangers of a yeah. phone. I think we all know that. He, he's ta- I mean, legalized gambling has opened up a, a, a portal... For people that have a predisposition well, to to be addicted to something, to really lose their shirt. But but again, your representatives that you elected and the vote that you people had, you legalized gambling. It's legal. And, and you can make the case, Michael, that it's a little bit better that it's legal, where it could be monitored. And we constantly, at the every, end of every read, give a disclaimer about a number if you've got a problem with gambling. You, you can make the case that we cleaned it up. I mean, those people that have a gambling problem would be betting, as the caller just said, before legalized gambling, go to his bookie. That's not exactly how you want to live life. Yeah, but he's also saying that now you can make a bet on every single pitch, on yeah, every well, single you know, play. I, so. I'd go out with buddies, and we would we would have, not for big money, we would bet different things during the course of the game. I mean... I just think it's a lot more organized. It's a lot more structured now. It's just, I think it's the right thing to do. I, I, to, to say, let's not do it because there might be people with a problem, then stop selling alcohol. You know, stop selling fast food because there's morbidly obese people that want to go and go to McDonald's. I mean, you can't just shut everything down because people are going to take advantage of it and get addicted to it. No, people have to live their own life. Yeah. They really do. And I think if we didn't read the ads, I, I still think people would know that gambling is legal. Hey, I told you when this first thing happened, I, this is going to be the bulk of our advertising because it's right in our wheelhouse. It just well, makes sense. I know, and that's another thing that for the people who criticize it, I mean, are you aware of the state of, of radio? Radio's, you know, listen, it's a consistent medium. It's hung on pretty well over the last uh, 15 years considering the emergence of new tech. But when sports gambling came along and started pouring tons of money into our business, you think we're just saying, no, no, take it back. I, I, this is a ba- Even though it's legal, it, it's, it's beneath us. Come back to me. Um, Canadians forward Brendan Gallagher has been suspended for five games without pay for an illegal check to the head of New York Islanders defenseman Adam Pellick. Now, we knew that it was only going to be a maximum of five because it was an over-the-phone hearing and not an in-person hearing. So we knew the maximum can only be five. Take a look at the video. Don't pretend like, oh, I don't know hockey. It doesn't matter. Just be a human being. Take a look at that and tell me that, that that only deserves five games. Also, the Canadians did something very classy oh. yesterday with Patrick Waugh um, during the national anthem. They played, you know, highlights of him uh, as the Canadians' great goalie, and uh, he looked like he was visibly moving. No, he was, and, and, and it was just, it, the ovation went on for like three, four minutes, which is crazy because he's been back there, honored, and when he was the coach of the Avalanche, but they just know how to put on a show there. And like there were people wiping their eyes when it was they. they Peter's been there. I'm telling you, even if you're not the biggest hockey fan, you got to see a game at the Bell Center. They just do it right. And I saw that, oh, and I, awesome. I thought everybody um, with MSG that, that had it on the broadcast cause took it, and it was really just amazing. And they tweeted it out. So terrific job out of everybody over there. You know what's weird, though? I mean, I, I, it's hard to explain these things. After they showed that video, they all booed Jerry Krause. I, I, I don't get yeah. it. Why, are you kidding me? Yeah, it's, it's very odd. Let's go to Tim in Sackett's Harbor. I've never heard of Sackett's no. Harbor. Where is that, Tim? 
Hey, guys. Good to see you. I'm a first-time caller. Um, oh, I'm an hour north from Syracuse up on oh, Lake okay. Ontario. Wow. That, there you go. Close to Canada. Yeah, right, cool. So you probably say a boat. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, lifelong Yankee fan. I know this might be a little bit off-topic. Um Don Mattingly fan growing up, and of course, um, I had him in the back of my mind all the time when the new uh, Hall of Fame inductees come out. And I did a comparison with Joe Maurer. Pretty, pretty remarkably I'm similar. Blown right? away. Unbelievable. I think Mattingly has got him in all the major categories except triples, which is basically a meaningless category uh, in terms of the Hall of Fame. But batting average, uh, total hits, doubles, home runs. Gold gloves. Well, Maurer was a catcher, uh, it, so that's going to bring the numbers down a tad. Mattingly with one batting title, Maurer with three. They each have an MVP. Uh, I, I get it, Tim. We thank you for the call. Uh, we mentioned this on on uh, Tuesday. Listen, I think if Mattingly was on the ballot now with the information that's available to the writers, and again, shame on them for needing numbers to tell you that Don Mattingly is a Hall of Famer. I mean, I think Joel Sherman wrote a column that he would probably vote for Mattingly now if he had the opportunity. It was either Joel or Jason Stark. But the bottom line is Don Mattingly should be in. If you look at Kirby Puckett's numbers, remarkably similar to Mattingly's. Obviously, Kirby won two World Series. Right. Maurer never did, never won a World Series. I think he won one playoff game. His numbers are remarkably similar. The fact that Mattingly, I think the most he got, Don, was 25% of the vote. Well, it's shocking crazy. to me. And Maurer's a first ballot guy. And well, I think Maurer's a Hall of Famer. But if Maurer's is a Hall of Famer, and Maurer's um, career kind of like parallels Donnie's because after he got those concussions and couldn't catch anymore, the bulk of his greatness was in the first seven years. The bulk of Mattingly's greatness was, was in the first six. But for those six years, was there a better player in baseball it, than Don Mattingly? It, it just, it's, a, it's a tough comp. I, I get the Kirby Puckett one. It's a tough comp with Maurer because Maurer was a catcher. You're talking about a three-time batting title, batting champion as a catcher. You know, it's 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 pretty amazing what he was able to accomplish. He's, he won an MVP, Gold Glove catcher, one of the best defensive catchers, and it's a tough it's a tough comp because of the position. But the Kirby Puckett one, I think, is better. I think Don Mattingly and Keith Hernandez are Hall of Famers. I'm not sure. I know Donnie with the with the back. Is it the fact that he's a Yankee that didn't win? Maybe. Wasn't his fault. And you know what gets me too? Um, he won the MVP in '85. And if you have time tonight, everybody watching and listening, go check out his numbers in 86. He probably had a better year. But he lost the MVP to Roger Clemens, who had a great year with the Red Sox when they went to the World Series. Think about it, Don. If he's a two-time MVP winner, is he in? Now you, you would he think might that'd be, be right? enough. Yeah, sure. He might be. And then, and then think about how close it was for him to win that second MVP and the rarity of a pitcher getting that award as well as the Cy Young. So if Mattingly gets the award in 86, I don't know. He might be in, too. And did Boggs – Boggs won the batting title in 86, too. Right. Because I, I, I just remember going through that, that time as a fan that I think, like, because the Red Sox were going to win the division, they rested Boggs. He could have won a batting title, too, that year. So if he, if he has another batting title and another MVP, does he get in? He might. And remember, um, um, you know, Boggs was criticized for not playing the last three games. And then he played in the postseason to protect the, the batting title. I know that. You know, a lot of Yankee fans were upset with that. So if he wins a batting title, so two batting titles and two MVPs. But does that change things? Because he still had a great year. It's still an unbelievable yeah, year. But, and, but and it is hard. Again, how often, does, how often does a pitcher win? So he finished, his batting average that year was 356. God, 356. 
Was that Donnie? So, it was Donnie. So what would Boggs? That's pretty amazing. I, I, I'd say Donnie. Boggs had to be like three fifty nine or three sixty. Eighty six. His batting average was uh, three sixty eight. God. <laughs> wow. Uh, even if he played those three games. Yeah, and, and listen, you can't kill a guy that's resting for the playoff. The games were meaningful down the stretch, and it sounded like he had a pretty, pretty wide margin. I don't know what Donnie did that weekend. But you know he beat him out by a pretty you know by fourteen points. Mike. Yeah, so. yeah. Hey, it's the ESPN New York Super Box Bonanza Five. This year, each qualifier will take home a twenty-five dollar Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of ten Super Box prizes. Be caller number. Hey, you're gonna make it easy because we're talking about Mattingly twenty-three oh. right now at eight 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 nine eight seven ESPN to select a box for the big game with a chance to win five hundred in the first and third quarters. $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Telemore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Telemore Dew Honey and Security Dodge. Come get some. When we get back, we make our picks so much oh, on boy, the line. Oh, boy, this is a huge week it's for you. It's gigantic, too. Peter. It's gigantic. Oh, yeah. You know also gigantic? When Don, before he does a read, introduces himself as Don McGregor. It is Don LaGreca here for Ramsey Mazda. In 2024, you get more at Ramsey Mazda, more selection, over 750 new vehicles available, and more savings like a new 2024 Mazda CX-90 for $399 a month or a new 2024 Mazda CX-30 for $199 a month. Get more in 2024 from Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Call 833-853-2970 for details. Zero security deposit. VIN RM627938 and R1148. Zero seven three MSRP twenty six thousand four eighty thirty two thousand three eighty tax title registration extra ends one thirty one twenty four. The big game calls for an epic party, and that's exactly what BetMGM's big game bash is delivering. This is your chance to see country superstar and two-time CMA Entertainer of the Year Luke Combs on Saturday, February 10th in Las Vegas. Are you ready to get in on the action? Join us at the Chelsea Inside the Majestic Cosmopolitan for an epic performance. Only a limited number of tickets are available for this exclusive event, so download the BetMGM app and get your tickets now. It's the most exciting Sunday in sports, and BetMGM has you covered all game long. Don't miss out on the big game excitement with Luke Combs and the King of Sportsbooks. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus years of age or older to wager and physically present in New York only. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. It's a football Friday with the Michael K. Show. Presented by Nissan and Bet365. These. Pick up football. Pick up football. Are the Michael K. Show. Pick up pro picks. Three, 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 three. All right, so pretty much um, Peter Chosenberg is the champion. Can't be caught. He is. Uh, he is one. For the second straight year, in impressive fashion, he's—I think he's 11 games over 500, which is amazing in this day and age and this year. Against the spread, I mean, against some people can't do this against uh, with just straight picks. You're an amazing human being. That's why you're Peter <laughs> Chosenberg. Thank Peter you. Peter Chosenberg. You. Um, I'm, I'm happy and honored. Don is leading me by two and a half. That's We're right. We're running out of time, but things could change in one day. Sure so can. I had the best week last week with. Wait, wait, points. hold on, hold on. I'd like to jump in here as the chosen one. 
Let me just quickly throw out my picks because you guys are the action. It's about you two. I'll get mine out quickly. Yeah, that's a good point. It? Very good point. Let me let me just say mine quickly. You're playing um, your backups this week. I, I, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions. Detroit. I, Detroit. I mean, they were my guys all year. And, yes, I do get scared of them on the road, playing outdoors, all that stuff. I hear it all. But San Francisco showed real vulnerability. I think this Detroit team is the real deal. Is there a world in which they just fall on their face against San Francisco's defense? Sure. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to play them tough. I like the Lions to keep it within seven. And, guys, even though I was hesitant about that number, I have changed course. I'm going to lay the four with the Ravens. Mm. Um, It just feels like their year. Why am I going against the guys who I I ultimately think are going to compete for the Super Bowl? It's not that big a number. And can't you picture a world in which the Chiefs put up a great fight and it was miraculous that they beat Buffalo, but then they just don't have it and get walloped in Baltimore? Give me Lamar Jackson's redemption tour, the middle finger to the world tour. I'll take the Ravens laying the four. All right, so what's your three and your two-point pick, you hack a doodle? Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Ravines for three. Three, and, three, and three, the, three, three. Uh, Lions for two. All right, so I had, the, I had more points than Don last week, and I've got some ground to make up, and here we go. I'm going to go with the 49ers, uh, and that's my two-point pick. Mm. Uh, I look at it this way. Detroit's impressive. Detroit's the story that everybody loves. They're the warm and cuddly Lions. They haven't done oh, this fuzzy. in 31 years. They're fun. I think the world is rooting for them. They love Dan Campbell. But, but. they struggled against the Rams by one point. And I think that Sean McVay screwed up the clock and they had a chance to win. And they struggled against a, a Bucks team that I just didn't think was very, very good. So, yeah, they won both of the games. Take nothing away from them. And of the four defenses left in the playoffs right now, the Lions have the worst one. Not even close. So if you have Samuel able to play, I think Purdy with a dry ball is going to be better. They'll put up some points. Now, we look at seven points and say that's a lot. I'm glad it's not seven and a half. It's seven. But you win 24-14, you won. So I, I, I think the 49ers are good enough to cover that number. So I'll take the 49ers over the Lions. My two-point play, my three-point play. Three, three, three. All three, week, three. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I was so in on the Chiefs. So in on the Chiefs. But the Thune injury really scares me. It really scares me. And then the Ravens getting back there um, – their tight end, uh, Mark Andrews, that means a lot too. So I, I, I'm, I'm going to make the mistake, I think, but I'm going to do it anyway. Hmm. I am going to go up against Patrick Mahomes. I always ride the Chiefs. I like what they do, but, but the bottom line is they don't have a great wide receiving core. It's going to be tough if they have to play from behind. Now, my big question is about Lamar Jackson. Is he going to step up in a big game? He did last week. He has a history of not. He really well, did, though. He did step up, not in the first half, but in the second half. So does he continue that? Was that a weight off the shoulder? We'll see. I think they win. I think they win by about a touchdown. So I'm going to take the Ravens as my three-point play, giving four points to the Chiefs. Interesting. So that's your three-point play. That's my three. Well, I'll always look at championship week as this way. Just give me a good game. That's all you want. You know, and I think one of these games potentially is going to be a classic and the other one's going to be a dud. So when I look at it, Michael, to me, the best chance of it being a classic is Chiefs-Ravens. And I agree with everything that you said about the Ravens. I think they're winning this game. 
But you could split the difference and say, but will they win by four? Or will the Chiefs go out with a fight, lose on a last-second field goal? And that's kind of how I see it. As much as I don't think they're the same Chiefs team, that's why I don't think they'll win. But to at least honor what Patrick Mahomes is, I think it's going to come down to the Ravens not covering the number. Plus, I'm a little bit scared about the history of Lamar Jackson in the postseason. Only a couple of wins, and the one win that he did have was against Houston, which wasn't really heavy lifting for him. Only threw for 158 yards, didn't have to do very much in that game. Uh, so there is something, a hurdle he's going to have to get over. He will, but I think Patrick will keep a minute, and that'll be my two-point play. And my three-point play is the way the other one goes. The best chance of a blowout of the Niners. I think they toyed around with the Packers and almost lost. I certainly think they lose their, their they learn their lesson there. I love Detroit. I'd love to see the Lions win. I really would. It'd be great. Somebody new. Somebody fresh. But they just don't have the defense to slow this 49er team down. And with the weather being great, I, I just think the Niners are the better team. It's only seven. So I think they'll win by ten. They'll cover. So I've got the Niners as my three-point play, three, three, and I've got three, the Chiefs three, as a dog three. as my two-point play. Do you realize, Don, the Chiefs and the Ravens will decide whether I'm in or out? That's right, because if it goes to four and a half, then it's over, because we only have a three-point play for the Super Bowl. Exactly. Or well, it could be... It could be I'm ahead by a half point. Well, we'll also oh, see two. Me? Because well, and then because it's not a wash, because I could still, if the Niners cover, I still gain, I get pick up a point. No, I, I have the Lions, too. You have the Lions? Yeah. I thought you picked the Niners. Oh, I have the... I thought you said... So you're picking the Lions? No, I'm picking the Niners. Oh, oh so am I. But that's your two-point play. It's my three. Oh, I see. That's yes. what I'm saying. So right there, <laughs> if you're right, I get a point. We got there. It took time, but we But it got doesn't there. matter because it's either going to be under three or over three. If it's over three, then it's done. It's if it's done. under three... Then we'll see. All right, so let's let's uh, get the usual suspects. We have Fortinbaugh's picks. Peter, oh, no. what does Bear say? And you haven't asked you haven't asked the manager of the Yankees. I, have you? I did, but I texted him during the break, and I really thought he would have gotten back to me. Well, we have the we have ENN. Yeah, that is true. Uh, uh, let me start with incarceration. Okay. Um, he's going for it this week. He's got the Ravens minus two and a half in the first half. He's got the Ravens minus four for the full game. Loves the Ravens. Mm. Loves the Ravens. Um, also has. Um, sorry. Give me a second. He likes Detroit getting the points. And he has the prop bet of Purdy to throw at least an interception. How many? You, you broke it. Yeah, you broke out. You cut out. Oh, sorry. Purdy to throw at least one pick. Okay. And he has Mark Andrews over 34 and a half yards receiving. Nice. Those are his props. Bear the dog? Bear the dog riding with the animals, going with the lions to cover the points. And 45? Michael, I got to think about it. I got to think. Got to think. Let me think. Who makes sense for me this week? Come I don't on. like San Francisco. Nancy Pelosi, not a fan. I'll go. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. I call him Patrick and the Little Mahomies. That's what I'm going with. I love Andy Reid. Andy Reid, he's a strong man. He looks like the walrus. He is the walrus. Cuckoo, cuckoo. I'm going with the Chiefs. And we have not heard from the manager yet. No, but I've also I, I lost my signal, so I'm going to walk around the building. <laughs> oh boy! And try to get it before ENN. 
Remember the days when they used to walk aimlessly, Peter, just to get in steps? Well, now oh, I actually it, work out. Yeah. Like, I'm getting my steps still, but I'm doing it in a more legitimate but fashion. It, but don't, it, it, it's a totally different level, am I right? You, don't, you look back at the old Don, and you understand what he was thinking, but you realize you looked like a fool. Right, and now and, and, and we're seeing results. On Thursday, I, oh, you yes, look great. yesterday I went to the 6 a.m. class. Wow. What? Yeah. Wait, you had wow. to be in there at 6 a.m.? Because the kids had a dentist appointment at 1030. And we had to take him out of school. I didn't want Nancy to do it herself, so I went to the 6 a.m. instead of the 9.30 to that's get my could we, Don, that's could we, Do you think we could ever get to the point, Don, where you, you compete in a tournament? I'd like to see it. I would love to do it because there's so, a, a lot of people I'd like to fight. So I have changed my um, my location from for the uh, auxiliary studio, and I found this picture I thought it was cool. So if you could see it, this is young Michael K. I'm showing it on Yes, but I'll describe it for the radio uh, audience. Young Michael K. interviewing Patrick Ewing at the Garden when I did the MSU Davis game. And believe it or not, on a rare occasion, Peter, Patrick was actually engaged. Uh, I wanted to kill the reporter. He never agreed to do those interviews, so this was rare. Really, really rare. Wow. I don't know if you could see it, Peter. Probably don't have return. But uh, it's kind of cool. Look how shorter I look, and I'm a strapping man of 6'4". Yeah, yeah, that but, is I mean, kind of Patrick, crazy. Patrick's, Patrick's all a 7-1. 7-1. 7-1. <laughs> so there you have it. Very tall, that Patrick. He's Petty a tall Patrick, man. we call him. <laughs> what do they call him? What do they call him? Pe- He's very petty. Petty, petty Patrick. <laughs> hey, uh, this uh, new year, it's time to finally lose that weight the safe and natural way with NJ Diet. Their results are nearly twice as fast as weight loss injections and without any of those nasty side effects. With NJ Diet, you will lose 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days, contractually guaranteed. NJ Diet uses your hair and saliva, along with bioenergetic scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements that get your body into the fat burning zone then nj diet uses your dna info to help you keep the weight off don't take shots the rest of your life lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days naturally quickly and safely with nj diet no hormones no prepackaged foods no shots we even get the doctor's personal email and phone number call 855-5-NJ-DIET 855-5-NJ-DIET or schedule your consult today at njdiet.com that's njdiet.com Listeners, listen up. It's Michael K. When it comes to travel, nothing beats Legends Limousine. I felt the difference, and let me tell you, it's real. When my family and I need a ride to the airport or out of town, we choose Legends. Their commitment to safety makes every trip a breeze. Jody took a, a Legends Limousine back from LaGuardia. She was on a trip last week, and she said it was just a great experience. He met uh, her at the baggage carousel. He was pleasant. The, the car was clean. It was just a, a, a perfect trip. So thank you for them. Those guys are just not any service. They've been setting the gold standard for over 30 years. I trust them and so should you. Call 1-888-LEGENDS or visit legendslimousine.com and use the code ESPN10, ESPN10, the number 10, to snag 10% off. Travel like a legend with Legends Limousine. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.